Hello and welcome to 10 Ton Potato. Today we are talking Microsoft 365 adoption and I'm joined by my co-founder, Craig Tarr. How's it, Craig? Craig. Hey, how are you doing, Brad? I'm doing well. I've been excited about this episode because I think it is fundamentally where a lot of people fail uh, when rolling uh, something out. And so we will be talking about the Microsoft 365 adoption playbook, uh, the usage reports. Um, but for me, the big question is, what is so important about adoption? Okay, so I mean, from my side, there are two things that we have to consider adoption versus change management. And I think often those two terms are thrown together, right? And for me, adoption is exceptionally important in making sure that the system that you've put in place that you've spent a lot of money on is getting its return on investment that you have put in place the action plans and that you're measuring exactly what needs to be done. So um, for me, the change management is telling people that the changes are going to take place. You get the right people in place, your stakeholders, etc. You set out a communication plan. Maybe you do some training, but that's all well and good. How many times do we see a project where, for instance, you put in a document management solution and everyone, you go back in a, in a year's time and everyone's using a, uh, a file share, which uh, they haven't removed because they just found it easier because they weren't trained properly. They don't, they don't know any of the information. Um, and, and that's the, the difference there. They probably be, were told about the, uh, the file changes, but there was no actual adoption. There was no tracking of that adoption to make sure that uh, their project was successful. So I think that for me uh, kind of encapsulates adoption. Not sure if you agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's first of all very important to distinguish the slight difference between the two. Uh, change management is the marketing around the new product or service that you'll be using in the organization. And the adoption is the use of it measured against the return of investment. So if you've planned your project effectively, right in the beginning, you know what measure you're going to use to identify if the change management and adoption has been successful. I think that's the thing, right? Return of investment can only be measured if you've taken the initial numbers or figures and then compare it to those numbers and figures once everything has been done. And Microsoft... Yeah, most certainly. I think that, you know... Sorry, I think that's the, the premise of any project, right? Um, in terms of doing your due diligence. Uh, figure out what you're going to be saving. Otherwise, what's the point of doing the project in the first place? Yeah, and so when I go to the Microsoft 365 adoption site, they've got a ton of material uh, for pretty much everything on 365 um, and a lot of tools that can, can assist with the adoption and the change management, right? 
so you're quite good at this. What's what 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 can get us started to to measure and change and and do all the things? Well, Microsoft three six five is an interesting product because it's a platform or suite of of services, right? You've got everything from document management through to um, collaborative tools through to um, creating ease of access for your information for external vendors and and the like. So adoption there becomes an, an interesting subject because there are so many different areas that you need to track from a people perspective, whether they're utilizing the, um, the tools uh, through to technology and how well that technology is working for you. Now, a lot of the, the customers that we are approached by, they have a specific end goal in mind, and it might not have a, um, a usage in their minds of all of the, the Microsoft 365 suites. They might just be looking at um, looking at a better, more productive way of storing documentation and retrieving documentation. So for them, their adoption is going to be focused around just that. But they're losing out on this other part of the product that they have, they're paying for. You might as well get return on investment on that as well. So I think you need to look at Microsoft 365 as a larger project where you can gain so much more return on investment from the different uh, tool sets. And I think what Microsoft has done is provided you with those tools to a degree to assist you in in executing um, a productive uh, strategy in terms of the Microsoft 365 cloud, getting you started with certain areas, putting in videos that might be relevant to you, um, and really assisting you across that myriad of, of services. So number number of items there that I think Microsoft are, are focusing on. Yeah, I mean, you don't know what you don't know, right? So you could be... Uh, you could have a manual process internally that works uh, phenomenally for your business at the moment. It's just very slow. Um, and then leveraging the tools on the platform could improve that process significantly, increasing the time. Um, and Microsoft are very good at creating tools for other people to use in a number of ways. Uh, getting the team or the, the users to adopt to that uh, that's the trick. And so how do we check to see if people are actually using the tools uh, and are leveraging the capabilities of 365? Okay. Well, um, there is a adoption um, report. Uh, do you want to have a look at it? Yeah. Let's jump on over to my screen. Okay, so um, coming over to the Microsoft 365 Admin Center, this is not an area that uh, most users will, will come across. This is specifically aimed at Microsoft 365 administrators. And normally when you log in, it's got the short menu. Uh, but if you click on Show All, it, it shows absolutely everything uh, that you might have access to. And one of the new areas under Reports is the Adoption Score. 
So previously, there was a usage um, reporting which showed you over the different areas of Microsoft how the items or um, the services were being used by, by any of your users, giving you some of the indication that A, they were being used, but not necessarily taking you into the depth of creating actions and the like around an adoption score. So whilst areas might be used, they might not be adopted well. So I, I think this becomes quite important to your scenarios in terms of what you're trying to plan out and what you're measuring for. So this is where the adoption score comes in. Now, the adoption score looks at your usage from people experiences and from technology experiences, and it benchmarks them against the rest of the Microsoft 365 users so that you get an idea of where you're sitting in relation to um, the rest of, of the Microsoft 365 community and um, how you are adopting in, in these different scenarios. Within here, it also provides you with a number of actions that gives you insights into what you can do to try and improve your scores and, and everything from messaging to um, information that you might want to watch as well. So if, if we look at people experiences, you've got communication, meetings, content collaboration, teamwork, mobility and AI assistance. Now, obviously, you need to understand exactly what these mean and how you as an organization are, um, are interacting with uh, the information on Microsoft 365. So if we take as an example, uh, let's go to meetings. 27 out of 100 there, above the, uh, the average benchmark. But let's go and have a look at what the score is made up of. And it actually indicates to you here how the score is made up. So we can see setting up uh, meetings ahead of time, um, invitations actually being accepted, uh, right through to things like um, using interactive features. So when we're talking interactive features there, we're talking about holding your hand up or um, utilizing the chat or a reaction as part of your, your team. But right through to, to things like at, um, participating with uh, with video and the like, making sure things are recorded, sending out post-communication on the actual um, meeting itself. And then um, in terms of that score, you can start diving deeper into analytics, things around, you know, additional insights that we can find out and interesting findings. So if you come in here and see 56% um, of my instant messages are less than 30 minutes, maybe you can start setting up rules around keeping um, meetings to that time or 24% uh, of people use chat but didn't use hand raising. So maybe there's a communication that needs to be sent out about how to be more polite in meetings, holding up hands or whatever that might be. Now, so this is um, basically there are a number just trying of to meeting resources that are provided apps. here. Yeah, I mean, th this is essentially telling you how to increase your score in terms of meetings. So these are the playlists that you might want to work from. These are the videos that you might want to watch that will increase it there. Um, there can also be suggested articles um, if or suggested uh, functions or actions if, if you want to improve your score. But... Um, 
these are all around your specific adoption of certain areas of Microsoft 365 that you might or might not have even thought about. So at the start of your project, yeah. you might have been looking at sharing documentation. So that could be under teamwork. Now, if we go and have a look at teamwork, that's very much focused around teams. You might not even have a team strategy. You might only be using SharePoint for your, your adoption or maybe OneDrive. And so in terms yeah. of that, um, this should be providing you with more insights into other things that you could be using as well, that maybe as your intranet is a work in progress, you, you're working towards. Yeah, I get it. So I think, you know, one of the things is you're rolling out a new solution uh, and let's say it's an onboarding solution um, and you're not getting the traction that you wanted you can jump into here and see maybe the mobility scores one out of a hundred and uh, everyone in the business actually doesn't know that you can connect to SharePoint from your phone and have teams on your phone and do all those things on the fly. They think it's just a desktop and then you go, cool, we've definitely made a mistake in the change management and we haven't trained the users on mobility and that, you know, that can give you that insight. Um, and I can't, I'm kind of getting it now. Correct. So, so let's take... Like, I'm kind of like figuring this uh, adoption, how to leverage this adoption score instead of looking at it as what is my return on investment for the business, which is something you absolutely have to do. This is all about how do we make sure we're getting the most out of the technology available in order to make the business better. Definitely. And, and it provides you with things like action. So one of the things that you spoke about was the mobility score and, um, you know, encouraging people to use Outlook. Now, that might or might not be part of your organizational um, requirements. Maybe you're more of the opinion that, you know, once people have left the office, they shouldn't be um, contacted. And then you wouldn't even focus on something like this. But if you did and you needed to see what actions you can take, you can come in and create a message which will encourage people to now start utilizing um, Outlook. And from that message, we can go and decide who, who exactly that's going to. So which message do I want to send? And this creates one of those pop-ups across the top of your um, Microsoft 365 that someone can click on and um, find out more information about it. The, the one of the nice things here that you can do, so let's just choose a message that we're going to send, go across to recipients, is that we can apply filters over who this applies to. And you can set up those filters as part of your um, actual adoption. So let's jump back into our adoption score here, and I'll show you quickly how that's done. But coming into our organizational score, you'll notice here that we have group level analytics and settings. And within those settings, we can either include all users or we can provide group filtering. Yeah, so in so terms of that group so filtering, these are the guys that have been trained and these are the guys that haven't been trained and these are the guys that should get the message. And so you don't just spam the entire organization. Exactly. So within AD, it picks out a couple of attributes that you would normally use, things like a city, a country, a department, uh, even if you've got multiple companies within your organization, you can choose which of those form part of your filtering groups. 
and then only send through information to those uh, filtered groups. So, so quite nice in, in terms of that. What, what, what but I think Azure something that you AD? brought up earlier. I, I have no idea. Isn't it called Entra? Entra, thank you. Yes, Azure AD, Entra, SharePoint Premium, Syntex. You know, all of these wonderful terms that we have to forget about and, uh, and reteach ourselves. So, yes, exactly. Entra. You'll find, though, that uh, when you click through on any of these items, uh, you, you might find some of the old terminology still being used as uh, Microsoft updates some of their, uh, their terminology. But you brought up an interesting point. Um, you spoke about a point solution, like creating an onboarding solution for, for your staff members and then finding out information about that. And I, I don't think this adoption area will actually give you that level of detail of that information. I think there you really need to look at either um, purview, looking at the, the usage reports, or actually going through to the site itself and looking at the site usage. It doesn't give you very detailed information, but it does tell you whether people are viewing your, your, um, your application. But it doesn't break down the, the return on investment. And I think that is, is the real crux of, of what you, you want to try and figure out from this um, adoption score is, I'm, I'm spending this money on this application. Am I getting my return on investment? Yeah. And these additional areas can provide additional return on investment that you might not have even thought of before. Yeah, so I mean, it goes hand in hand with uh, the SharePoint Adoption Playbook, which kind of is the start. You have to identify your executives. You have to identify your champions. Um, you have to then, um, the biggest thing is identify what the return of investment uh, should be. And so if it was an onboarding, uh, how, how much longer would, employees stay uh, if they're a good onboarding um how much quicker can they be productive in the business by knowing everything straight away um and then measure that before and after the project and what the microsoft 365 adoption score and usage score can do is help you make sure that the product you're putting out there is available and is accessible and people know where to find it and how to find it. Um, so I think it's two different things, but both are important. Yeah. And you know, you, you provided a good segue there because I actually had up the SharePoint adoption page, which is part of your Microsoft adoption pack. Now, I don't think most people even look at this before they deploy um, or decide on Microsoft 365, but I think it's an important resource for you to come to where they've Microsoft have gone and planned a lot of this information for you. So let's take the SharePoint adoption. They're ones for all of the products in Microsoft 365. In fact, you can see other adoption resources down below. Once again, Microsoft Syntex and over here, they say SharePoint Premium. So slight uh, difference in naming. But within this, giving you guides on what you should be doing. So if you're starting with the SharePoint adoption, firstly, go off to Lookbook, have a look at the design, design your, your home page. Then quite importantly, envision and understand the value that you're trying to, to achieve. And within that, there's a whole adoption playbook, which is predefined for you as a PowerPoint. But 
what you alluded to, and I think is really important, is these scenarios. So creating a scenario to understand your return on investment. So here, I'm someone in sales. I want to X, Y, and Z using blah, blah, blah. I know this will be successful when, and you can give a, a generic uh, kind of response here in terms of the scenario. However, I think quite important in the next slide is, well, does this actually solve my problem? Is it obtainable? Will it be widely used? And how much uh, ROI does it provide? And I think we skip over this step too, too easily, this, um, this idea of, well, how much is this actually going to save me? And you need to do the calculations upfront. You can't do them at the end of the project. Yeah. You actually need to understand, okay, how much time is my team spending on um, reading emails and creating tickets or whatever it might be, and then look at the end to say, okay, we've automated this process with SharePoint. How much time has that actually saved me? How much is it gonna save me over whatever period I'm looking at in terms of my return on investment? And that will give you a better idea of whether the, the project is beneficial or not. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. I mean, the playbook, identifies the success of the project and if you take it through the playbook and you leverage the 365 uh, adoption usage tools you put that all together um, that should encapsulate the project i think what happens far too often is oh we need this we build this and then we hope it works and it's not a case of if you build it they will come uh, sometimes you have to make sure they know where to get to in order to use it. Most certainly. And I think here it provides you with a number of great tools. So things like engaging with your organization, it will automatically bunch of uh, templates here for communicating with them, etc. And training your organization, really important as well, because what we found with a lot of these things, uh, you said earlier in the, um, in the talk that, you know, uh, you don't know what you don't know. And training can assist people so that they don't fall into a number of holes that um, you, you could get away with by, by providing them with the training and then providing it at the right level. So training for end users, training for the IT pros who are actually going to be designing the system, training for the administrators and the like. But one of the big things that uh, they talk about in all of these is building up champions. And I think that's been quite important in most of our implementations where we find these things are successful is when you've got champions. And those champions might be individuals who are driving the project and are sharing the good news. But they could also be departments. So oftentimes we found that your adoption increases over time based on a department getting a successful productive use of Microsoft 365 and sharing that information with another department who then are brought on board and building out their processes. And I think that comes quite important in terms of SharePoint adoption, but the same comes with uh, you know Microsoft Teams and um, utilizing some of the other tools and, and things like uh, SharePoint Premium, which we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, uh, in that Microsoft syntax in terms of extracting data and utilizing AI to generate documents and the like. And if you don't know about these things and you don't know that they form part of your, um, your Microsoft 365 experience, well, hopefully that adoption score will allow your IT team to indicate, 
what is and isn't possible and where you can benefit from this Microsoft 365 technology. I got you. I really actually understand now how it all fits together. I think uh, I was struggling to really see the benefit of the usage reports because they're generic around a product. But obviously, and I was more focused on the return of investment for the business itself. I think the usage reports um, identify how the the organization can leverage the technology even more. Uh, It's like they say with Outlook, you know, it's probably got 75,000 functions, but we only use 5% of it. And Excel, um, same type of thing. Um, And I think this is just identifying that. So you you don't go off and buy another product. over and above what you currently have because it probably is available. You just need to know where it is. So that's pretty cool. Thanks. That's yeah. Cool. Leveraging the tools and the platform for its uh, <coughs> for its return on investment as a holistic total cost of ownership, not just that one component that you're looking at. Yeah. I mean, we've always understood the value of uh, the adoption um, and the training and the rollouts and change management. I was skeptical about the uh, the usage, the new usage reports, but I am no longer a skeptic. I quite like it. But I, I think uh, what it what it all alludes to is one adage that always sits in my mind when I think of these things: that uh, failure to plan is planning to fail. And I think that's very much the fact with with three six five and and as you mentioned, you know, getting getting that calculation right at the start in terms of what's my what are my metrics that I'm measuring against and so that I can report on it at the at the end and without doing that well you you lost right from the start yeah. so no absolutely you have to have something to measure need, needs needs a lot of legwork yeah but if you do it right in the beginning yeah. you know then a successful project will lead to more successful projects if you don't do this right in the beginning and it's a failure um, then you simply go, oh, it doesn't work. We've tried it, it doesn't work. Uh, and uh, then move on to something else, which would also not work because you haven't adopted this type of uh, approach. So, that, yeah, that's it. Correct. Yeah. And next week we'll be chatting about security, I think. We'll be taking you through the new Office 365 security tools and platform which i'm quite excited about. santa claus bringing me a firewall correct can santa get through Excellent. your fireplace this office 365 holiday season mine's blocked by pigeons so probably not or will the grinch arrive we, we we didn't actually plan this part of the the chat so it's horrible um but yes we do need to chat about uh, the the new availability of the security side of things and it is pretty cool so craig i will see you next week for christmas brad thank you i'm expecting a big present no problem thanks man thanks for the chat appreciate you Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. You too. Bye.